I was upset. I didn't think I had what it takes. It took a while to admit anything was wrong. Diet and exercise sounded intimidating. But small easy goals made it easy to start. Every situation is different. There are many paths to victory, but the end goal is all the same. This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined 100 kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Hello and welcome back to the Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Courtney and as always next to me is Matt. Hello, welcome back. I like that. That implies that uh, you've listened more than once. You've been here and you're back. You must love us. And we appreciate that because... This is the best weight loss podcast in the world. And we love you too. <laughs> but in all seriousness, this is not a good start if I can't speak. So this could be a really, really long episode. <laughs> Our topic today is... Where do I start? Where do I start? So let's frame this. Uh, the weight loss industry is only becoming more and more valuable so it's estimated that the industry is going to be worth around 245 billion dollars within the next four years that's crazy which would make dr evil very happy that is crazy uh however you look at why why is the industry continuing to rise well it's because obesity numbers continue to rise Mm. i guess you could say people are growing yes much like the industry that we work in courtney Yes, 100%. I think people are getting obviously bigger, but then also you've you've got people that are with the new age of social media, you've got people out there comparing themselves to others. Um, So it's not necessarily always from people that are classified as obese. It's just these days you have a lot more people... um, realizing that they want to look different well i guess i guess you'd say that the the need for the services is only growing so there's more and more demand yes so why is there more demand because there are more people who are unhappy with the state of their health that's right the way they look the way they function etc now as the industry continues to expand that means there's just more and more what diets programs um personal trainers endless amounts of gimmicks that continue to flood the market. Yes. There's just more and more and more. So we are, anyone that wants to improve improve their health, improve the way they look, etc. there's more options than ever before and there's only more coming. Mm. Now, the issue there is that if you take the amount of noise that's out there, that's only growing, and you combine it with the fact that over, as more time passes... People like yourself, people like you know, me and Courtney, the way we used to be, just try more and more things and those things don't stick or they fail or whatever. Yes. So it can be easy to get to the point where you can think to yourself, well, you know what? I'm just one of those people who's not meant to lose weight. I can't because I don't even know where to start. This stuff doesn't work for me. But it can also be a bit intimidating for someone who... Hasn't gone through, I suppose you'd say, the, the weight loss, weight gain merry-go-round, mm. but are, you know, have hit their snap point and they're ready to start changing things. And when you just go and type the term weight loss or how to lose weight into Google and you've got hundreds of thousands of things to click, things to read, things to watch, 
and most of them will contradict each other. So even for someone that's brand new to this, it's like, well, where the hell do I start? Yeah. So the point of this episode is to do our best, and I will say lower expectations, <laughs> to do our best to give you a frame of reference on where you can start. So Courtney and I will talk about where we started mm-hmm. when we first got into it uh, and also why the, the logic behind the, what we started with and why we started with it. Uh, we'll give some examples, I suppose, professional tips on what we do with our clients. So we have, um, we have a few aims and goals for our clients when they first start with us on a couple of things we want them to start with and we'll explain why that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll give some tips that we think you can implement straight away to get started and uh, away you go. And just understand that if, um, if the tips that we give are terrible, uh, Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com <laughs> is where you should address your complaints. Absolutely. So I think, I think we start this with um, some personal examples. So Courtney, can you, can you talk here about, well, you've said before in the past where you started at. So we know that you were overweight, unhappy, you lived on the treadmill and you had that snap point eventually. When when things first started getting serious to you, like your real effort to get to where you are now, where did you start? Yeah, well, I, I then I started with exercise for me. So I always found exercise was my go-to starting point. Um, in the past, I had tried um, to look at food and things like that, but it would last for about a day and a half and I would just go back to eating what I was eating. So... I then started to look at exercise. So I had tried it before I met you, Matt. I had tried to get into a former habit of exercise previously, which I did, but only for a short time. So I didn't really form the habit. I, I started a routine. Um, I stayed with that only for a short time and I stopped and then I gained uh, more weight back again. So by the time I really had made the decision that I was fed up and I was really ready to make something happen... I started with, at the gym. So at the gym that I was at, I asked um, at the front desk uh, recommendations for a personal trainer. But this took me a couple of weeks. So I had actually made the decision to do it. And then I would get to the gym, I would do my workout, and I would say to myself, on the way out, I'll ask. And then I would check it out and I just wouldn't ask. So I don't know why... I was scared. I'm a, I probably was a bit embarrassed. I was definitely a little bit scared of asking. So this one day I just sort of said, no, you know what, I'm going to ask. Um, there was a male at the desk who asked me what my uh, sort of goal was and I said to lose weight and he recommended Matt as a trainer in the gym that really had great results uh, with people aiming for that sort of goal so he asked if he could take my number I said yes I wrote down my number he said he would pass it on to Matt and I think the next day Matt texted me and asked me um, if I wanted to organize a time to catch up with him to go through um, different options which I did I came in Matt asked me to write down the last couple of days worth of food before I come in to meet with him so I did that came in met with him and you remember, Matt, you took me through. Mm. Um, it was mostly actually taking me more through the nutritional side of things. So even though I was going there with the idea that he was just going to take me through workout programs, 
He really <laughs> um, took me through more of the nutritional side of things. It probably says what you expected of PTs. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting him to look at my food journal that I had tried really hard the last two days to not stuff up and tell me that I didn't eat enough. Um, definitely was not expecting that. So, yeah, that's sort of where I started. I started um, working out with Matt. I guess, well, actually, just before we continue, I guess you say you, you started by asking for help. I did. I did. Mm. And then we started with the exercise. And now, then. Just, just before we continue, sorry again. I guess you say the logic there for you starting for help is because you'd had the proof that you couldn't do it by yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think trying and and quitting so many times in the past, I knew that I really had to do something. Um, and if I was going to do it, that was the perfect time to do it because I had really made the decision that I wanted to change and I would have, you know, I would have paid whatever it took to get what I wanted so that was sort of the perfect mindset for me to be in to ask for help and I did and then yeah basic overview snapshot was that we started with exercise we started with weight training and a little bit of cardio and then we moved into focusing on what I was eating now did you find that's for you the time starting with the exercise you found doable yeah 100 percent and especially as well, because I'd never really done any weight training before, I found it sort of like a new challenge. So that was uh, really good for me because it sort of took my mind off doing really intense exercise, even though it was really hard. Because it was something new and different and that I had never tried before, it it, it helped that way get, get into it and actually feel good about going and doing my training sessions. Do you think if uh, at the start with you, if we had started with something else, you could have been overwhelmed? Like what do you think you weren't ready to start with back then? I probably definitely wasn't ready to start with the food first. In terms of? Because uh, changing uh, rapidly what I was eating, like tra- dramatically changing what I was eating. Which we were never, we were never going to, so, but no. that's what you were thinking. But that, that's what I was thinking. And that would have been, um, if we had started sort of with that, that would have been really derailing for me. And Well, doesn't that highlight where a lot of people get it wrong to start with? They try and change too much at once. And and I think they often try to change the hardest thing first as well. Yes. Which is, which is wrong. So in the past, I knew for me that the food was the hardest thing for me. Which I think it is for a lot of people. I'd say I'd say for over ninety five percent of people it is. Yes, yeah. not a hundred though, because I've seen it go the other way. So in the past, whenever I've thought about, you know, tightening things up, it was always automatically turned to, oh well, I just I'll stop eating chocolate and junk food this week, and I'll stop doing this this and week. It was always related around the food I was cutting out though. So it was never about I'm going to go to the gym more often this week. It was more. Uh, I'll cut this and I'll cut this and I'll cut this out. And so, and obviously I wouldn't stick to it because it was just unsustainable what I was trying to do. Um, I'd just try to have like soup for break, <laughs> for lunch and dinner. Mm, and Delicious. Yeah, it was, it was obviously unsustainable. That's why I didn't stick to it for very long. Um, but that's the first thing I turned to every time I thought about tightening things up, losing a little bit of weight. That's what I would turn to. It never occurred to me that you would start, I wouldn't start there. It was automatic that that's just where I would think to start. And I think that that's true for a lot of people. That's where they think that they need to start. Yeah, they, they start with what they think is the biggest thing, um, which can often be different to starting with what is the most achievable thing. 
Yeah, so usually whatever the biggest thing is means it's going to be the hardest thing to change. So for me, the biggest thing for me was emotional eating, binge eating, um, overeating, um, food availability, um, you know, just sticking with the easiest option, which was takeaway foods, um, things like that, and overemphasis on really sort of um, starchy foods, white breads, stuff like that. So that's really where... My, my food was, it was a real battle for me. It was such an ingrained habit of, what, of my life that I always knew it was my biggest problem. So in hindsight, it's stupid to think that that's where I would have started. Like, let's tackle the, the, the biggest thing first. Yeah, but you wouldn't think it at the time. That's understandable. No. Back then, so um, just from the trainer's perspective, I did indeed get caught in to start by focusing on the exercise. Just the gut feeling that I've always got with most people... <laughs> That's the easiest place to start and the most achievable one. And if you have someone where they they tick something, they tick a box in some area, it's a confidence builder. Mm. doesn't matter what it is. So with most people, it is easier to start with exercise. Um, I was the same as I'll get into shortly. But for you back then, Courtney, can you just give some illustration here by starting with the exercise and getting you into a, a, a structured pattern of movement and training did that help with your confidence with what you were doing? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think as well, it, it helps with a lot of confidence when you're, you start with, a, with an exercise routine that I've never done before and realize that, oh, I can do this and oh, I'm not actually really bad at doing this sort of stuff. So that's like an automatic boost to your confidence. That well, did, did it help you um, sort of get ready to tackle the next harder things on the list? Yeah, absolutely. Because then you... I, I was more excited is not exactly the right word, but you get the idea what I've, I'm trying to say was you're more enthusiastic to do the next step because you realized that you actually liked the first step and you were good at it. It's also because I think with that first step that we took with you, we took away the question of can I yeah. and replaced it with I can. And I think as just as human beings, we like to be good at things. Well, like yeah, we've all got we egos. Well, you, we don't like to not be good at stuff. And there's certain people out there that thrive on challenges. So they will thrive on situations where they may not be good at things and they're really enthusiastic to learn and to turn that around. There's other people out there that don't thrive on that sort of attitude, that they find it very uncomfortable when they're not good at things and find it um, very awkward and just need to try to be good at it as quickly as possible without anybody finding out that they're not good at something. Good luck with that. But... I think in either scenario, the end result is the same, that everybody likes to be good at stuff. So to have to start with something that I think that you're not good at and you're not going to be good at for a while is, is a real blow to your confidence. And that's where I think in the past I always failed where I would start and then, and then quit because I was starting with the biggest thing first, which I was not good at. Or you're not ready for. And I was going to take me a really long time, like a really long time to get good at it. And I think when you're just starting something and you've got that bubble of enthusiasm when you start anything new that you really want to do, it's really, I think, important to pick stuff that you are going to get that, that instant sort of gratification feeling where it's like, oh, I'm good at this. Because 
that's what we want. That's what we crave to have. So if you're going to pick something that you're not going to be good at for a really long time, you're going to miss having that that gratification for your you know taking on this new role. So I think that's why I always failed in the past because I picked the wrong thing to focus on and it wasn't I wasn't getting that feeling that oh, you know you're really good at this. Like you're really making good progress. So I've got, I had nothing to sort of celebrate in terms of success and then you would just get frustrated and quit. Mm. So that's why I think, as you said, Matt, you pick something to do at the start that is your most achievable of all the tasks because then you get that instant gratification and yes, it's a really big stuff and that's going to take a long time is still going to have to be tackled. So you're still going to have those long periods without potentially you know that that really warm and fuzzy feeling but because you had it at the start with achieving a couple of things before you've tackled the you know really big stuff you've you've got a bit of momentum a bit of that happy momentum going into it if that makes sense it's really is the the lowest hanging fruit analogy yeah if you're going to pick an apple uh, off the apple tree pick the one closest to you Why did I just go through this really, really long spiel about gratification and then you can just like talk about an apple and it means the same thing and you just use one sentence? Because I'm a Jedi. (laughs) There's really no point me speaking for the last five minutes, was there? I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) I'm married to you. I'm not going to take that risk. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, so... Your examples, Matt, of where you started. I was very similar to Courtney in that I also started with uh, exercise just because it was the most achievable thing for me to do, the the thing I most felt ready to do. So when I first, I suppose, had my snap point and got serious about things, I was already exercising, but it was very up and down, all over the place, inconsistent. I'd go when I was motivated, and we know what that you know what that means. It means you go half the time at best. Um, so I started with exercise. Actually, no, I didn't. I lie. Much like Courtney, I started uh, by asking for help. Mm. So I had a good relationship with the owner of my gym, and I just said, "Look, I'm I'm not doing th- I'm not doing very well at this. Can you give me some um, give me some assistance here on what I need to do?" And he said, "Look, start by structuring your exercise." So rather than just do things when you feel like it, have your set routine. On this day, you're doing this. On this day, you're doing that, et cetera, et cetera. So I did, like Courtney, I started by asking for help and um, got some really, really uh, solid guidance. Funny what that does for people. Yes. Uh, And then what I started with in terms of the practical side of things was as well exercise because I felt I could handle it and I was ready for it. And uh, I'm way more enthusiastic for exercise than Courtney is. Mm. My lack of enthusiasm more extends to things like grocery shopping and cooking. Different story. So I started with exercise uh, because it was the most achievable. Set my structure out. So it was like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I was going to pump the iron. Mm. Um, Tuesday and Thursday, I'll do some form of, of intense aerobic exercise. Um, Saturdays at the time I would happily have as a day off. Sunday I would also have listed as a day off, but I would often at the time play um, football, touch football, etc., with friends. Yes. Just to keep, you know, keep moving, keep active, which was really, really fun. And that for me was sustainable. Mm. So I, I started with that and I, you know, that became a habit. And I was like, okay, this is good. I'm in a routine. I can sustain this. 
Um, and that's the key word, isn't it? Sustainability. Yes. And that's when I tried the next couple of things was like, you know, okay, the next issue that I've got to address here for me personally that I thought ready to do was uh, alcohol. Mm. So I wasn't a regular drinker of alcohol. I was more of a binge drinker. So I would only drink Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays only. But when I did, it was a fair effort. So if I were, if I were to go out, I, I was going to get wasted. Majorly wasted. Now, I wasn't qualified or anything at the time or any sort of having any sort of formal education, but common sense says um, alcohol wasn't helping me with my goals. So I thought ready uh, to tackle that. Uh, and I did and just started replacing alcohol with um, flavored drinks. Hmm. You know, a bit of cordial in your water. Yeah. Um, at the time, even juices. Yep. You know, taking those sort of steps forward where I can. Um, and that got to the stage where, you know, like as Courtney will attest to now, like I don't drink. No. And it's not necessarily through choice. I just don't feel the need to. But at the time, I thought ready to, to, to move on to that and I did. Um, then after that came uh, the junk food. Hmm. Now, you, Courtney, touched on something very well before where you said that you would focus on cutting. Um, I was amazingly had had this sort of foresight at the time to replace. Mm. So I've, I've since learned since becoming a, a professional that you don't cut, you replace. So all well and good to say, well, I'm not going to eat junk food, but what are you going to replace it with? Your body still needs energy. It still needs fuel. So I went about replacing um, the junk food with what to me at the time were common sense choices. And funnily enough, those things still hold true. Lean protein sources, mm. fruit and veg, salad. You know, it to me, it's pretty much things that I didn't buy from, from a drive-thru. Yeah. Uh, at a fast food outlet. And I felt ready to do that at the time uh, because I built up the confidence that I gained from going, right, I've got this exercise routine down pat. I'm now taking control of my uh, alcohol consumption and that gave me the confidence to go and pick the fruit a bit higher in the tree, mm. I guess you'd say, which was the food I was eating on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. And that's where I started and it went from there. And it's still the same thing now. Whenever I uh, attempt something, like I'll learn something new or take on a new challenge in some form now, I start with what I think I can do. Yeah. And, and grow my way into it. Um, and I guess you'd say I, under, I also understand that I'm a beginner at things. Whenever I start something new, I'm a beginner and that's okay. Mm. Uh, so that was where I started. And I think it's worth then, Courtney, transitioning into then uh, how do we start our clients? Yeah, definitely. So you'll meet, you often will have meet up with a, with a new client, Matt, whether yep. it be face-to-face -face or or over Skype. Yep, video chat mostly now. Yeah, video chat. So when you meet up with a new client via video chat, um, what happens from there? Well, it really just comes down to, um, much like you and I were just speaking about, what does someone feel most ready to tackle? Mm. So the logic that I've got with, um, with a new client is that, well, if we, if we can aim to get them in the gym, you know, two, three times a week, depending on how their routine needs to be structured, 
that's a really, really good place to start. Yeah. Uh, just because, as I said earlier, for 95% of people, starting with exercise works. Yeah. But it's not everything. It's just, it's just the, you know, the, the early chapter in a book. So we'll start them with exercise, g- getting them into a routine that they can sustain, that they're confident in executing, and they, they, they just, they're comfortable with it. Yes. And it's not hurting them in the wrong way. I mean, there's pain from exercise and there's the bad pain. We want to make sure that the program or the exercise that we're doing does not cause the bad pain. Mm. So then you've got the confidence of knowing, okay, here's my program. I'm going on these days. I'm doing these exercises. Here's the structure. Here's how I'm going to progress it. It's a confidence builder. Yes. And you only get that confidence by actually having a crack and doing it. The other uh, area I like to get clients to start in is, um, is just give them options in the kitchen. Mm. So often Courtney and I have been asked over the years, oh, you know, do you guys do meal plans? Fuck no, we don't do meal plans because they don't work. The easiest way to help someone is to give them the choice of what they would like to put into their body that's going to help them. Now, obviously, there's a bit more detail that you know, we can't go into with the scope of this podcast on specifics on you know proteins, carbohydrates, fats, etc. However, if our clients have all these recipes to start with and recipes aren't too hard to find, like good recipes aren't too hard to find. No, we no. give them ones that, you know, all the ones that we have access to, which are hundreds, but it's not hard to type in healthy recipes into Google and find something decent. But the whole idea there is to get clients in the kitchen and say, look, all I want you to focus on here is pick, you know, four, five, six different meals and just practice cooking them. Yeah, just and try just, them. And just see what you think. If you hate them, okay. We don't have them again. If you like them, great. You now have something you can use to potentially replace one of those, you know, junk meals you might be having through the day. Mm. And there's the key term, isn't it? Replace. And then it's not uncommon either, Matt, for us to have clients that really haven't even tried vegetables in a really long time. So... If you've got someone who hasn't really eat and eaten much variety, mm. then you don't know what you do and don't like. So that sort of theory also is really helpful to getting them to understand what what they do like, what they don't like, what different vegetable varieties actually taste like because there's a lot of people haven't eaten these in so long. Mm. So, you know, you say, um, you know, maybe try this recipe and it's got Brussels sprouts in it. Oh, no, I'm not eating that. Oh, why? I don't like Brussels sprouts. Oh, have you tried them? No, but I know I'm not going to like them. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like, you don't know. I never would have thought that I would have liked Brussels sprouts. Well, I actually, I I actually do. still don't like them. I like them as long as they're roasted in the oven mixed with other types of vegetables. Yes. By themselves, I think they're hideous. Yeah, they're not the best by themselves. But with other things, they're fantastic. So, you know, you never know what sort of combination of vegetables, what what different varieties of vegetables that your taste buds might actually adapt to. Yeah. So you, it's always really important that first step. Yeah, so we, we encourage our clients to just get in the kitchen and just try cooking things and see what you think. Yes. Because you then start to build your confidence up. Like, oh, hey, I can have these and they're helping me. Mm. So it is usually the kitchen and the gym and it's, or actually the other way around, usually the gym and the kitchen, but sometimes it's the other way around depending on the person. Mm. But it's, it's, it's a case of, you know, understanding what do I feel the most confident in attacking first? Yes. Which I think, Courtney, is where we should move into uh, actual tips. 
Yes. In terms of where do I start, uh, Courtney and I have a number of tips we want to give you. So I'll, I'll kick things off there, dear. Yes, go. Go ahead. All right. So first tip from yours truly is just to bear in mind that you are going to have a lot of things you want to improve. Now, if you're anything like myself, the way I used to be, the way Courtney used to be, or the way most of our clients have been, you're going to want to try and fix them all at once. Don't do that. That's going to fuck things up. Like, I would like to see the statistics of people who have failed in their weight loss attempts just because they've tried to do too much at once. Yeah. Now, chances are you've been there as well because we have. Most of the people we've worked with have as well. If you try too much, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to fail. So just understand you aren't going to do it all at once. And that's fine. Yes. And I think that leads into the second tip, which is to start with the most achievable areas of improvement first. Pick the lowest hanging fruit. That's right. So in our experience, that has happened, that's worked for us and most of our clients, that 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 most achievable area is usually exercise. Not always, but usually, yes. Usually, for most people, it's just to get moving and to start building that routine of movement. Build that active lifestyle, I guess you'd say. Absolutely. Mm. Build the active lifestyle, get a routine that's set and that's structured. Get off the couch, mate. And start working on that. Yeah. Weight training might be foreign to you like it was for me when I first started. Uh, hang on. Weight training is foreign to everyone when they first start. Yeah. I couldn't lift a barbell when I first started. So you might uh, need to give yourself time to just adapt to that sort of training. So it's giving yourself time to focus on one thing and that one thing, it doesn't matter which one it is. If you might want, prefer to focus on your food. As Matt said, it doesn't, the exercise doesn't work for everybody to start off with. Yeah. But for most people, just building the habit of movement is easier than focusing on the food straight away. Yeah, so pick, pick what you think you can, you can address first. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. I mean, you're going to address everything at some point. The idea of this single is task it. to single task it, but pick the thing that you feel that you can achieve. And so you're going to get that warm and fuzzy feeling. And it doesn't matter how small it is either. No. Don't minimize, don't minimize the achievement of doing something to start with. I'm going to bed half an hour earlier every night. I'm having breakfast every morning. I'm having breakfast. Doesn't matter mm. at the moment what it is. I'm See, no longer binge eating at nine o'clock at night. I think that's the other thing as well that people people make the mistake of. They 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 then they'll single task, but then they'll go too far with the single task. So they'll say, "My single task is to have breakfast, but it's got I've got to have this and I've got to have this, and I can't have these things in my breakfast." You know what? If you're not having breakfast, no one cares what you end up having for breakfast at the moment. Just have it. Just. Have breakfast. Pick something. Pick something and build the habit of ha of having it. Once you've got the habit there of having breakfast, it's easy to change what you have for breakfast. Yeah, well said. If there's better better choices that you could be making. Mm. But again, if you start layering on all these restrictions, when you're starting to try to develop a habit, it's just going to become more and more daunting to you. Yeah. So strip it back. Keep it simple. Start the habit refine it later once the habit's made well said uh next tip i want to give is don't try and move on to things too quickly so it takes time to build up certain habits now that's a very individual thing for some people um they might build a habit of exercise and be comfortable with it in a month others might need three four five even six months mm. and that's okay you are who you are 
Your story is your story. But don't fool yourself into thinking, oh, well, hey, I've got this gym thing down, Pat. I've been doing it for two weeks. Yeah. Mate, that's five minutes. Give yourself time to grow into, into what you're doing before you tackle the next thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing that I really want to make sure everyone is aware of is that you're going to make mistakes. And that's okay. So it's another big thing that a lot of people struggle with when they're first starting is if they make a mistake within that first sort of couple of months of when they've just first started. And then they think, oh, well, the whole thing's ruined. The whole thing's ruined. I may as well just quit. I'll start again on Monday. No, no, don't do that. It's fine. You're going to make mistakes. It's expected of you. That's guaranteed. No, You're not no, a robot. We can guarantee we can guarantee 100% you are going to make mistakes. We have, everyone we've worked with have. This is a 100% statistic. You are human being. Yeah. And you are going to make mistakes. Embrace your fuck-ups. You are going to one day miss breakfast. If that, is your, if, that, if that is your single first task to have breakfast, one day you're going to miss it. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen that is going to throw your day out or because you're still trying to build a habit, you're just going to get up, revert back to old habits and forget. And you're not going to realize till you get to work and then you're going to beat yourself up all day because you stuffed the whole thing. And you failed apparently. And you failed because you forgot to have breakfast. Mate, it's just once. Get and over it. remember, you're dealing with making a habit like anything. You know, we like to hold ourselves um, in this situation above. You have to think of yourself when you're a child and you're building a habit you're allowed to make mistakes. You are allowed to make mistakes in learning. You have to still have the same mentality now. It doesn't make a difference how old you are. You're learning a new... It's a skill. Skill, basically. Give yourself the ability to make mistakes and learn from them. Yeah. Um, the other on the, on the subject of mistakes, um, the tip I want to give now is that just understand that when you're addressing all these things over time, some are going to be harder than others. And that's okay. Mm. So I have worked with people where exercise has been the hardest thing for them for one reason or another, where getting in the kitchen has been easy. Yeah. So obviously the other way around is the majority of people. Um, But just be patient with yourself and just understand that, you know, you'll tackle things when you're ready to. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because that's, that's what change is about. It's about change is about what you're ready to change when you are ready to change it. Yes. Courtney, final tip? I think you should give the final tip because it's one of your favorite sayings. I'll give you this one. Okay. Focus on the journey, not the destination. What do you mean? So, a lot of people get held up in only focusing on their end goal. So, you've got a really big goal, which is great. You found your why. I want to be a size X. Awesome. Every single time along the journey, if you only think about that size X at the end, it's going to be a really, really long process. If you ever get there at all. Correct. So you have to be able to break that down into progress goals. You have to be able to break it down into uh, fundamental sort of goals. You have to be able to break it down to give yourself little wins along the way and you're focusing that's what it means to focus on the journey so your end goal is going to be there regardless and you know what it is you're not going to forget what it is you just don't need to focus on it all the time because it's taking your 
your attention away from the steps that you need to do to make sure that you're getting there. Wow, you nailed that. Um, I don't need to say anything else. You just killed it. That's a wrap. Well, um, I think we hope that helps you in terms of where do I start? And it gives you a lot of information in terms of if you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed or a little bit unsure of, yeah, how to, how to start your new journey. Yeah, so I'd like you to shoot us an email, uh, podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. Where do you plan on starting? What are you going to start with? What do you think you can tackle first? Uh, email us and let us know. Uh, we're going to be doing a mailbag uh, episode mm. of the show in the very near future where we're just going to be answering this backlog of emails that we've got. Yes. Um, but we'd like to know, you know where, or where you're starting or where you started and why you, why you chose what you did. Give us the logic because everyone's different in this regard. Yeah. So podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com is where we would love you to email us or you can message us through our Facebook page originally titled The Weight Loss Podcast. The Weight Loss Podcast. Courtney, that's a show. Good on you. High five me. Thank you. Hope this helps. If not, blame Courtney. Uh, Speak to you soon. Bye. Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes, and contact Matt and Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com.